0: Stephanie Schaefer, and you're listening to the North Star Narrative, a podcast from North Star Academy. I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you're encouraged, challenged, and motivated by what you learned today. Enjoy the story. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today for this episode. Super excited because I have our spiritual life director here with us, Mr. Hester, and also a very special guest that's going to be joining us for the Blessing Project this year. David Joannis, and he is coming all the way from Chiang Mai, Thailand. He is the founder and CEO of Within Reach Global, which is a Christian mission organization committed to reaching unreached people groups in the 1040 window. He's been involved in cross-cultural missions work for over 25 years, serving as a career missionary in China for 15 of those years, and now in Thailand for the last nine. He's currently leading a growing team of full time foreign and indigenous missionary staff located in Thailand, China, and Myanmar. David is also an author of several books. His newest one is called See the City, and we definitely want to talk about that today. He also is a fellow podcast host with a video podcast he does called Missions Pulse on YouTube. So I'm so excited. David, that you would join us today to tell us about your mission and join us for our blessing project. So thank you, David, for being here with us.
1: It is an honor. Thanks for having me, Stephanie. And uh, yeah, looking forward to this conversation. I hope it's an encouragement, inspiration, and a burst of hope for people, especially during this uh, holiday season.
0: Yeah, it's going to be because I am super excited for everyone to hear your passion for Mm. the Lost and Unreached People groups and just what you're doing and your team. Um, To start us off, Mr. Hester, Will you tell everyone who's not familiar with the Blessing Project what that is, the dates we're going to have it, and how people can be involved?
2: Absolutely. I would love to share a little bit about that. So, at North Star, we are always encouraging our student body to look beyond, to look beyond themselves, to look beyond their own particular culture, their setting, and to really see and get a bigger glimpse of what God is doing around the world. And so, one of the ways that we do that, one of the many ways, is through the Blessing Project, where we choose to partner with um, a ministry uh, somewhere around the world and kind of highlight or focus in on what God is doing in that specific region. And so, we do have a component of that that is fundraising that is a chance for um anyone including our our listeners today who may not even be part of North Star Academy to to give toward um the work that God is doing in that ministry, but also with that, we have many more components which will involve live meetings and calls, and times of prayer, and um, components of educational pieces where we learn about the country, the language, the the people. Um, so it's a really exciting time in our school calendar. This year's blessing project is going to run from November twenty seventh through January twelfth, and so we'll be having a lot of different exciting activities within the school community. Um, students. Parents, keep your eyes open on the Blessing Project team, and uh, there'll be many opportunities to learn, grow, and experience and hear about what God is doing through Within Reach Global, and uh, we're excited. We're excited to see what God will do.
0: Yeah, super, super excited. Um, I'm excited to learn more about Within Reach Global and what your team is doing, David. So how about you just jump right in and tell us a little bit about why you're excited to share with Northstar what all you're doing?
1: Absolutely. Again, thanks for the opportunity, and I love being a spokesperson and advocate for the unreached. You know, uh, it's amazing in this day and age that there are people who have yet to once ever hear the name of Jesus. Uh, Like you mentioned in the intro there, I spent about 15 years in China and have continued to travel back and forth uh, since I moved out of China and here to Thailand, but spent many years studying Mandarin Chinese and then would travel hundreds of miles. To different ethnic tribes, unreached people groups. And we walk, there's one time I walked into a village and I asked the people there, uh, Have you ever heard of Jesus here? And I remember one guy specifically, he said, Is that a brand of a soap? He literally <laughs> thought I was an international businessman trying to corner the market in the soap industry in his small village. And, but I was kind of struck by this moment when I, again, was reminded of the gospel deprivation, the the dead zones of spiritual gospel access, and he's kind of like this microcosm. There was another guy I asked that same question, too, and he said, oh, uh, Jesus, yeah, he— he left the, the village and he went down to the city to get a job last week. So, I just missed Jesus by a couple days. Uh, he must have thought I was asking about someone else. or But they had no concept of who or what I was talking about. And I think that's the passion and the heart behind Within Reach Global. A couple scriptures specifically is Matthew 24, 14, where it says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a testimony to every nation or ethnic group, Pantate Ethnaeus, as in the original. And then what happens? Then the end will come. So we're talking about wars and COVID-19 and maybe 20 or 21 and all the things that are taking place around the world, and they are signs. But one of the signs is the reality that Jesus wants to include us in extending His kingdom to places that have never heard of Him before, and then there we are. At the culmination of history, which it describes in Revelation 7 9, with a mm-hmm. great cloud of all these people surrounding the throne, worshiping uh, God in their own language and culture. So, the heart of Within Reach Global has always been compassion ministries, evangelism, discipleship, and church planting among unreached people groups. And I'm so excited to take this journey with North Star Academy.
0: Yeah. It's going to be incredible. Cannot wait to just find out more. And I love the blessing project because it does last several weeks. So we get to hear so much about the countries that are being served and the people groups. And then we're going to get to hear from several of your team members. That's right. Um, So that's really exciting um, to be able to, to do that. And so you spoke another language just then. I know you spoke three languages. Tell us about that and how hard was it
1: to learn? I'm going to give you your first lesson in Chinese. You ready? Okay. <laughs> okay. It's a tonal language. So if you play guitar or a musical instrument, you should do fine. But here, you can repeat after me. Ma. Ma. Oh, perfect. Means mother. Ma. 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 Yeah. Means hemp or rope. Ma. Means horse. And ma. Means to scold. And then if you add a silent ma at the end, it becomes a question statement. So you could say, ma, 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 ma. Did mother scold the horse? So,
0: it all sound the I- <laughs> same.
1: Say the right tones. I've made many mistakes in Chinese over the years. Just a missed tone here or there means a completely different thing. I spent four years studying Mandarin. I bought a one-way ticket when I was 18 to China. Didn't know a single soul there and uh, didn't speak any Chinese except for ni hao, wo ni and zai jian. Hello. I love you and goodbye. And wasn't much for conversation pieces, but uh, so I studied Mandarin for for many years, probably one of the more difficult languages on in the earth. Uh, my wife is from the Philippines, so I speak Tagalog not fluently, but enough to get myself in trouble. And then I also have been picking up Thai, uh, which has come a lot easier after you learn Mandarin. Um, so I've always loved language and felt like it's the key that unlocks culture in so many ways. And uh, that's how we've been able to see 75 churches planted through Within Reach Global, almost 100,000 gospel encounters with people who've never heard the gospel, because we're speaking their heart language and making the gospel contextualized and relevant, meaningful to them so they can grasp who this strange God is in their mind that they think we're talking about and realize I'm made in his image and something unlocks in that tribe. So, yes, that's been my journey of linguistics, culture, contextualization. And, uh, but in the end, I'm some homeschool kid from Prescott, Arizona, and got my good enough degree, my GED. And uh, so, this is this is not just for some lone guy uh, off in Thailand or in China. This is for all of us. You know, it's a, it's an exciting journey that I believe God calls each of us to play a pivotal role in.
0: Yeah, I love it. And it's so relational um, to be able to have someone else's language and share with them. And I know just what that means to them. Um to be able to understand. So I just love it. And those that might be learning a language right now in school or might be thinking about learning a language, what advice would you give to them? Because I know sometimes it could probably be really frustrating. You want to give up. How can you help spur them on? Yeah. Make mistakes. That is the only goal of
1: language learning. I mean, you speak, speak, speak. If I was to tell you all the horror stories of how I butchered Mandarin Chinese, you would just think so much less of me. That's why I'm not going to share those stories, of course. But uh, I, I do think that once you kind of intake it, you've got to go out directly into a market and start practicing and using it. And, and you're going to really make mistakes. But I'll tell you what, once you try... And people laugh and they think it's cute and silly, you know, that this in my case, American is speaking Mandarin Chinese initially terribly. And uh, but it it slowly really uh opens their hearts to see, wow, mm-hmm. you've spent a lot of time in my culture or in my language and trying to understand the nuance. So keep keep at it. But you gotta speak. You gotta speak more and more. The more you do, the more mistakes you make. But it took a thousand tries for Einstein to get the light bulb turned on. So, keep going.
0: All right, Mr. Hester. So, David has eaten some pretty crazy things. I'm going to ask you, can you guess what he has eaten? What kind of animal? Mm. My first guess, David, is going to be,
2: since you mentioned that you your wife is Filipina, I'm going to guess balut. Oh, I had that this morning. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: You are correct. I have had balut. And for those who don't know what it is, um, it is a uh, fertilized duck egg, 16 or 21 days. So it's fully developed with feathers and beak and eyes. Once you crack the yolk, don't stare too closely into those eyes and make an emotional connection, okay? But just think of it like a soggy
2: Doritos chip as you kind of crunch it all down. (laughs) But I've had a lot more than just balut. My second guess would be Dino Guan. I think I said that correctly. Oh yeah, if Dino not, Guan. Yeah,
1: I've had Dino um, Not my favorite. Made from blood. Um, <laughs> blood usually of a of a pig. Uh, a couple other things is a uh, pig brains. Um, that was an unfortunate day. I've had a little cat. I've had a little dog. I've had a little flying squirrel. You know, um, but these things are. I'm not some like reckless adventurer who's just out for that. You know distant exotic um you know Wanderlust I-, I think when you're sitting down in a village and there's the smoky fire pit there billowing smoke and you're sitting there around a uh, in the dark by the firelight and realizing these people have never had a gospel witness and then they serve you these things you can you can deny it but I'll tell you what you're not going to get far with the gospel uh, I mean Jesus is mm-hmm main thing when He sent out His disciples in Luke 10. Go, eat what is ever set before you. Don't even take a bag with you. And so, um it's exciting when you kind of have the story, and it's fun, and it's silly, but really what happens is it opens people's hearts to the gospel.
0: Yeah, love it. So, another relational key to really be able to talk with them and get to know them, because that's one way you're getting to know them by... True eating their food and you're, you're caring about them. And I know so many cultures, that's so important to people. So love it. Love all your um, stories. I know we could probably keep you here forever and hear all the incredible stories. But Mr. Hester, do you have a question for David that would be important for our students to kind of hear about what's coming?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I want to give you a little bit of background on something. Um, uh, David's new book its called See the City. Um, it is on Amazon, and there may be even more ways to get it. David, maybe you can tell us in just a moment where, where people can get that book if they'd like to. But um I had that had downloaded that got it from Amazon and had taken it with me on my Kindle on our school mission trip. We were actually down in Panama with our students and um when I would get a, a spare moment I would read a little bit here or there on the Kindle um the, the plane gave me lots of time. So I appreciated that, that time on the plane for sure. But, um, just my heart was so moved, David, by the story and by the, by the book itself. And I will warn you, if you are going to read this book, you might want to have some tissues close by because there's some moments in this book where your heart is just going to, going to overflow and that may come out your eyes or, or your smile or whatever, whatever way you react when you, when you read something like that. But I would love to know a little, uh, have you tell us a little bit more about your, your inspiration for See the City, um, <clears throat> why you would recommend this book to others, and uh, also how they can get it. And does it connect at all with what we're doing with our Blessing Project? Sorry, hmm. that was a lot of questions there. I tossed out you at one yeah, time. Yeah, no,
1: I, I got them. And I, I really appreciate it. I, I I remember messaging you and you telling me, you're reading this book, which is called See the City, but it actually doesn't start in a city at all. It starts in the jungles of Myanmar. And here you are reading… The book in south america i believe central america
2: we were in central america in panama central america yep.
1: yeah and so what an exciting thing that you're reading it in its context and let me tell you a little bit of the background the story behind it it is so moving and it relates directly to the blessing project which is coming up november 27th um Two years ago in June, June 2021, uh, some of our staff, we have 20 staff here. They're from Thailand, Philippines, China, and some ethnic Korean people uh, from Burma and and Thailand. Some of our staff took a five-hour truck down to the border of Myanmar. Now, Myanmar is undergoing the 75th year of the internal conflict in Myanmar, also known as the Burma Conflict. People's lives have been turned upside down. It's a genocide against five ethnic people groups, actually six with the Rohingya now. And so they cross over the Moi River, which separates the two countries, Thailand and Myanmar, in about an hour drive to a refugee camp where we've been serving, providing different things for people's needs um, as they're dodging aerial attacks of the Myanmar military, just decimating their homes and huts. And um, So, we're passing out all these food and much-needed relief things. And, and after the distribution ends, Poppy, one of our staff, walks up to a group of girls. They're about 10, 11, 12 years old, this small group. And she asks the group, and specifically one girl whose name was White Flower. She says, White Flower, what's your biggest dream in life? And the girl has no answer and very shy and Poppy thought it was a strange encounter. About ten minutes later, after Poppy realized that her father was killed by bullets uh, from M22 in Myanmar, and her mother and baby brother was killed in a mortar attack in their stilted home, Um, she lost. She was orphaned at age ten. And this little girl, White Flower, walked back up to Poppy and whispered in her ear. She said, "I want to see the city." And when I heard this story, Just hearing about a young girl's life who was overwhelmed with tragedy and bombs and bullets and destruction and loss, whose only last hope was to see a city, any city would have done, Um, it struck a chord in my heart that I can take her to New York or Chiang Mai or Bangkok, but inevitably over time she would be let down because we live in such a broken world everywhere we go. The only place that is going to satisfy her deepest heart's longing is the city of God. And so, that inspired this book. It's titled After White Flower's Own Hope and Dream. I Want to See the City, Hope for the Bruised, Battered, and broken-hearted, And so, I believe, especially during this day and age when we're just living in an era of hope deficit— with anxieties and struggles and loss and grief and sadnesses at every turn. Uh, this is really a, a ringing bell that reminds us of the one of the kind hope that we have, both in this life and the life to come, the city of God, where God comes and dwells among us. So the book is really exciting. And how does it tie in to the blessing project? Because what we're going to be focusing on is actually raising funds for these internally displaced peoples. They're called IDPs, stateless peoples, specifically the Karen people, spelled Karen, and amongst other tribes. We're going to be giving into their needs. If you just Google... The Karen people in Myanmar, you're going to see such devastating loss. And through Within Reach Global, we're not only giving, you know, mosquito nets and mosquito repellent and some food and some canned goods, but we're giving the one true thing that will give them long-lasting hope. That is the gospel of Jesus and how transformative that is. So, I'm just, I kind of think this is a full circle picture, and it involves everyone at North Star to say, we can really impact people's lives for eternity, give such hope. Mm-hmm.
2: We might also mention, David, that you are an author of several books. Um, If people want to read more of what you have written, how can they do that? Where can they find that?
1: Well, thanks. Yeah, I wasn't homeschooled for nothing, like I said, you know. So, uh, no, I've written uh, five books now. Um, Well, I should say four with a uh, coloring book uh, companion. But uh, they're called The Space Between Memories, Journey of Within Reach Global, the Mind of a Missionary is the most popular. You'll find it on Amazon. Gospel Privilege and Now See the City. And then the coloring book is called Glorious Hope. You could find them all on Amazon or on my website, davidjoannis.com. I know it's going to be impossible to spell that, but uh, you'll be able to Google one of those titles and find them, and I hope you enjoy.
0: Yeah, I want to go back for a moment to see the city, and you mentioned heaven. That would be the only place that white flower would really be able to Yeah, experience the glory and what God has created her for. And so, tell us a little bit about heaven and what you think Christians think about heaven, and do they think enough about heaven?
1: Yeah, it's a a funny question, isn't it? I think this is one of the greatest reasons why we as believers— Don't have an excitement for sharing our faith because too often, what's been perpetuated by either Disney or modern media or historic media is this picture of cherubs with bows and arrows shooting each other, this never ending sing along in the sky, you know, this ethereal kind of place where it's where spirits flit around from cloud to cloud. But because we have such a negative impression or understanding of, the excitement and richness of heaven, well, we're not really impassioned to share the gospel with such fervor. And so, uh, one of the books that really meant a lot to me while I was writing about this book, See the City, was a book by Randy Alcorn, who's the author of Safely Home and about 30 others. But his book called Heaven, it's simply titled Heaven, kind of unlocked an excitement to see that, no, it's not Unfamiliar, or disembodied, or there's no time and space, and it's static. Rather, it's new and improved, embodied. It's it's where it's dynamic and culture, like that Revelation seven nine picture we have. We see culture and learning and excitement. It's it's not just holding palm branches and singing. A never ending song in heaven. Uh, It it is heaven on the new earth. Right now, we have four tastes, right? We have heaven overlapping the earth, and we pray, God, may your will be done here in this city as it is always accomplished in heaven. But we kind of just get glimpses here and there, a a whetting our appetite, like a taste of mother's stew before the actual meal comes. But what's really going to awaken our senses is when we realize the excitement of a place where God and man dwells together. That picture of the original Garden City, uh, us living with God, how is this possible? And so, I think there are some corrections we need to make. When we do, um, it's going to be unlocking such a dynamic passion to share the gospel that we just won't be able to keep our mouths shut.
0: So good, and, um, you know, Revelation does tell us quite a bit about Heaven, but I think so many people don't want to even attempt to read it because either they say, Oh, this is super scary, or I don't understand it, or you know, just don't make the time for God's word. So, tell us a little bit about how you share God's word. Are you able to work with people like Wycliffe to get a Bible in people's hands, or are the groups you're working with already have the Bible written in their language?
1: Yeah. Um, numerous tribes that we go to. And and by the way, we've worked among about 35 different ethnic people groups over the last 25 years of Withinreach Global's history. Most of those have been in China, but now here in Thailand and Myanmar. And um, there are a number of them that don't even have a written language, let alone the Word of God. Uh, we have partnered with numerous groups from Wycliffe to others. In fact, we have a shipment of 10,000 bilingual Bibles coming uh, to Thailand here in January. Mm-hmm. Where we're going to be passing those out both to these people in Myanmar, as well as to different people who are coming to, in and out of Chiang Mai. So, um, how do you share? But, but you can't just pass them a Bible and expect like, well… God can God speaks through His Word. It is His, His written word is the revelation of who He is, and the Holy Spirit then unlocks the truths of that Bible. Um, but sharing the gospel can be a completely different dynamic. You know, you know how I often do it. I always end up talking about chickens <laughs> when I go into a village and. You know, there's chickens squawking and there's pigs, and you're on the stilted hut with bamboo slats, and they're feeding you moonshine, this rice wine, and you're trying to, trying to be culturally acceptable. But you often talk about, hey, who, who made that mountain? Oh, who made this tree? And then, what if someone stole your chicken and killed it? Would you be able to forgive them? Oh no, I would never be able to forgive them for that. And 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 making the reality of sin and brokenness understandable in their context and then say, you know, you've stolen God's chicken and you killed it and you've Mm -hmm. done much, much more. And so, these kind of cultural um, contextualize, that means making it easily understandable for the listener, can kind of really unlock. I've had so many people Get saved and come to Jesus and be be discipled by talking about stealing and killing killing chickens. It's the funniest thing. But uh, then after they enter this this uh, stage of discipleship, and we have a whole discipleship equipping path curriculum we've we've come up with. That's mm-hmm. the excitement. And then these people, um, I, I wish I had more time. But don't worry, we'll get to that in these live sessions for the blessing project of life transformations of how mm-hmm. people really met Jesus, what happened, and how they started discipling, all because of what? Some homeschool kid told them about chickens and (laughs) Jesus. And so, uh, there's some funny nuances in between all of that, but uh, being real, being normal, Mm -hmm. loving on people— those long, skinny balloons that you blow up and shape like animals or swords, these are the cultural keys that unlock hearts. Slapping an old man on the back, mm-hmm. hugging an older woman, these will unlock gospel love like no other way, especially for those who live in spiritual dead zones.
0: Yeah, this is so good. Mr. Hesher, aren't you so excited? Because we've been so focused on community and relationships and just living out Of caring for one another. And so that's what I hear, whether you're trying to learn their language or sit at their table and fellowship and eat their food or, yeah, talking about stories, talking about things they they know. And I love it. Love it. I just hear so much relationships. And so I know I'm being challenged even now. I'm going to be challenged more and our students are going to be challenged. Mr. Hester is going to be challenged. And so exciting to hear about the Bibles and maybe how we can be a part of that in some way. And just, yeah, we do, you know, most all of our listeners have God's word. And so what are we doing with God's word and are we taking it for granted? And so I hopefully we'll be challenged too. Are we being discipled in God's word? How can we pray for these that you're reaching to be discipled and get God's word? Um, so I love it. And just super, super excited. Mr. Hester, any last Thoughts about what's coming up with this blessing project? Are you excited? Very excited,
2: and uh, just so grateful for both David and his team with at Within Reach Global because you know we we both are are, are hopefully giving and benefiting from this. Giving in the sense of however God may lead us, but also benefiting in and just better understanding of what God's doing around the world and a better better in, and, and encouragement I think comes from that as well when we begin to hear these stories uh as as of the time of this recording we are actually in the middle of our spiritual emphasis event here at North Star Academy and yesterday in one of the sessions one of the quotes that was shared said um, the gospel moves um at the speed of relationships the gospel moves at the speed of relationship, and and I don't know the source of that quote. I just heard a, one of our presenters share that, but I love love it because it fits with exactly what you guys are talking about. That 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 loving people, being with people, understanding people, all of that is this component of of um, of sharing the gospel. So super excited about what's coming. Super excited about uh, our our connection with with you, David, and within Reach Global. Just. Um, just going to be a great season. So parents, get involved. Students, get involved. If you're a listener and you're not a part of North Star, please contact us. We'd love to tell you how you can also be part of giving and supporting what God is doing within Reach Global. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and you can check out withinreachglobal.org to find out more about what they're doing, how you can give. And one last question, David. So for those that are listening and are a part of North Star Academy right now, we'll be joining you and your team on teams, how can they prepare for what's coming and what they're going to hear?
1: Get your notebook ready. Get ready to be blasted with a bunch of missionary quotes. But what really uh, is going to happen, I think, is you're going to realize that all of us, our entire team, our 17 staff in China, our 20 staff here in Thailand, me more than anyone, is just such a normal, broken person that God looks around, looks everywhere. And what, what is He looking for? He's looking for yeses. He's looking for those whose eyes are set on Him and set on His kingdom. So it's not something that's going to be like uh, uh, overwhelming. I pray that it's so challenging and inspiring that we could take practical steps right now. You don't have to buy a one-way plane ticket to China. You don't have to move to Thailand. You start where you're at right now, even to reach unreached people groups. In this day and age, you can go down the street to your local college or some other campus and meet people from around the world. And um, I'm going to give some other specific things on how we can pray for these people. I'm excited. I love that quote that Alan just mentioned uh, about moving at the speed of relationship. And one more quote I'd like to add is from Carl F.H. Henry. He said, "'The gospel's only good news.'" if it gets there in time. And I think that's the encouragement. Uh, These are the last days, and God has called us to join Him in the most exciting, redemptive plan the world has ever known. It's for you. If you're 10, if you're 15, if you're 20, if you're a parent, uh, it's for us. This is the call that God has given and is more exciting to join and be a part of it. So, I'm looking forward to all aspects of this entire journey for the next six weeks or so.
0: Yeah, we are too. All right, so withinreachglobal.org. dot org. Go check it out. Start to learn. Um, there's a video on the front page right there. You can check it out. Three minute video, and yeah, check out the book, see the city, and other books that David has written. And we're super excited. If you're in Teams, don't miss this. Thank you, David, so much for joining us. Thank you, Mr. Hester. Thank you. Such an honor. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions for our guest or would like information about Northstar, please email us at podcast podcast@nsa.school. We love having guests on our show and getting to hear their stories. If you have anyone in mind that you think would be a great guest to feature, please email us and let us know. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming stories.